Hello, everyone. This is Kerwin, and welcome to another episode of What's Happening in Travel with Kushra and Kerwin. Kushra is not here today. I'm all alone again. Um, so first, I want to say um, my background today is a Qantas A330 uh, taking off with uh, the wheels just about going up and closing. Uh, always fascinated by uh, takeoffs because they're just such such amazing amazing things. But anyway. Today's topic, uh, one of two, is uh, <laughs> there's always something. Although this week is a little, I guess, not as bad uh, or not as uh, topical in the aviation industry, um, it's still interesting things happening. So first topic is um, a few years ago, there was a company called Skip Lagged. And this company, uh, I think uh, they were basically what the website does. It tells you, it shows you airfares out there that you can buy that are cheaper, but in a weird way. So, for example, um, if you are going to, say, Augusta, Georgia from, say, Houston, uh, Delta has has a fare that goes you can't get to Augusta uh, nonstop because Augusta is doesn't have nonstop service. But you can fly Houston to Atlanta to Augusta. The airfare from Houston to Atlanta is pretty high because it's it's uh, it's from one airline hub to another airline hub, and so uh, the fares are higher. It's just how the marketplace prices. But if you are going to Augusta, the fare to Augusta is actually cheaper than the fare from Houston to Atlanta to Augusta. It's supply and demand. Not many people go to Augusta as goes to Atlanta. So the airline wants to maximize the pricing on the uh, market that people are flying the most. It's typical of how uh, any business work, right? You maximize the revenue um, on where, there, where there's more demand. Just economics 101. Um, and so what the site did, it showed people that hey, these fears these fears have always been out there, but this guy did this website and it showed people all this. And then it was actually, I think it was United and United. Um, they're in a lawsuit. I don't know how the lawsuit ended, um, but the the site website is still out there, and they had to make some type of change because it eventually just became like a low fear search engine. But then you can still go on there and it'll still, you can still book these tickets. Now, what they always tell you that, you know, you're not supposed to check a bag and all that kind of nonsense. Uh, and I say nonsense because, not because I'm in the uh, aviation industry, but um, these websites tell you how to break the airline rules at your detriment. Because um, if you're caught, the airlines will cancel your ticket, then you have to buy a new one. And I say that because that's exactly what happened this week on American Airlines, where this young man bought a ticket, I think he was going, his dad bought a ticket where he was going to New York and he's connecting through Charlotte. And the agent, uh, the, the story reads that the agent detected that something was weird. Um, and so, you know, they pulled the young man aside for further questioning. He was actually traveling alone. Um, you know, these stories, they never give you the full thing, right? But he was traveling alone. Dad bought the ticket. 
using uh, skip lagged. And his intention, the intention of the young man is to, he lives in Charlotte, is to go to Charlotte, get off in Charlotte and do not go to New York. And so the agent figured out what was going on and um, pulled pulled him aside, canceled his ticket, and uh, his dad asked to buy another one. Now the story continues that um, the dad was like, oh, he didn't know, but he had used the website 90 something times. I'm like, and you didn't know that this is against the rules? Um, if, if, if you've used the website that many times, there's really no way that you could not know that this is against the rules. Um, so it's always interesting when people, people, you know, they, 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 they never take responsibility for their own behavior. Um, it's always like, well, I didn't know. Um, this is akin to the guy who went to the Coliseum and wrote his name. I think he and his girlfriend's name in the wall of the Coliseum. And then um, when they caught him, eventually caught up with him eventually, he said he didn't know that this was a such an old structure, coming up with all kinds of nonsense reasons. Again, I say nonsense because it is nonsense. How do you not know that the Coliseum is uh, something from, you know, I don't know how long the Coliseum has, has, has been around, but you know it's a, you know it's old, you know it's protected. It's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and you're visiting it now. You just thought it was okay to write your name uh, on the wall. And it, it, even if you didn't know, it's somebody else's property. Why would you think it's okay to write your name on somebody else's property? Just that in and of itself should tell you that you shouldn't do this kind of stuff. So I think, you know, in travel, uh, people try to do things and they try to get away with it. Um, I am not a fan, never been a fan of uh, the of that website. And um, I I caution you against using it and doing what it tells you to do because it is against an airline's contract of carriage. And if they catch you, they can do a few things. They can ban you from flying the airline, ban you from the frequent flyer program. Uh, they can uh, cancel your ticket. You have to buy a new one. And buying a new one is not going to be cheap. Um, so just be careful when you do these kind of things um, that you think, oh, this is a travel hack. It's not a travel hack. You're stealing. Because think about it. If you have a business and somebody walks into your store and you have an item price at $100, they don't think it's worth $100. So they give you $75 and walk out. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, right? Um, because they didn't pay what I told you I was going to charge. If you don't like the fear, that's your business. You don't if you don't fly the airline, you go fly somebody else. You figure out a different way to get what you want done. But um, but don't cheat uh, the airlines in in fashion like that. Um, and people hate the airlines, so they think it's okay. But anyway, um, the kid got caught. Dad got caught, and so um, they had to buy a new ticket to get the kid home. So just be careful out there when you're flying. The other story um, is of passenger behavior. Uh, this guy uh, was on a United flight from um, Houston to Amsterdam. And a few hours into the flight, um, he couldn't get his meal choice. I guess I gave him a choice. You know, do your first. You, you, not, you not always ask you, what's your first choice? 
you can give them your first choice. And they said, well, if I don't have that, you know, what do you want second or your third? Well, he didn't get his first choice. He was in business class. And uh, the story is not clear what happened, but uh, the long and short is they had to divert to Chicago, fly around for a bit to dump fuel, because, you know, doing a transatlantic crossing. And um, then they landed, took the guy off, refueled, and carried on. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to the guy. You never hear these stories later. But um, that was very, very costly. And uh, apparently he was drunk as well. And I think one of the things is that people don't understand. It's like, um, uh, why would you... It's not about you, right? You're on a plane with like 200 other people. And so everything is not about you. So if the airline don't have your first choice, um, don't be disruptive. Uh, you know, take whatever they have. If they have nothing else, then just deal with it. Um, and, you know, go take it up later with the airline. But the um, it's it's out of place for you to behave in such a manner that they have to find an alternate airport, deplane, uh, and get rid of you off the flight so they can continue um, onwards. This is very costly for everyone because there are people on that flight who are, who are connecting to other flights um, throughout Europe because they go to Amsterdam or people going to Amsterdam, they have a meeting or something uh, in Amsterdam that next day. Or, or whatever the reason is. Um, and because if you, one person, you've, all that stuff is gone. The airline had to land in Chicago, they had to find a gate, or if not, if not a gate, they had to go to a remote place, they had to now get put fuel back on again. And all this time, the clock is ticking. So um, luckily, the crew didn't time out. And time out just means that they've worked the maximum number of hours they can work um, for that particular shift. Luckily, that didn't occur. And luckily, when that crew gets to Amsterdam, they're going to get on another, um, they get that uh, 24 hours before they leave again. Um, but depending on what time they get there, the flight the next day may be delayed if that crew has to do that flight or the crew scheduling people have to shift that around. The people are coming back from Amsterdam to Houston, uh, or maybe that airplane is going to go to Chicago or something, but sometimes they, sometimes the plane goes Houston to Amsterdam and then the plane can um, do like Amsterdam to Newark or maybe Amsterdam to Chicago or Amsterdam to Washington, Dallas. But um, what you've done is you've disrupted the operation that's already going on. And so people on the other end are inconvenienced uh, in coming back. And of course, it's the airline's fault because, uh, you know they're they're the ones that that are carrying you, um, but I don't I do, I just don't understand it. Um, luckily, I've not been on a flight where that has happened before. Um, but come on, people, get it together. This is not always about you. Um, if you have a problem, chill out, and you know take care of that. Take care of that later. Um, I hope the airlines charge him for. Um, you know, re recruitment, reimbursement of whatever things that he caused uh, to happen uh, there because that was unnecessary, absolutely unnecessary. All right, let's see what else we got out there. Okay, so the next story is uh, 
you know, I've been talking about travel insurance and uh, I broke my phone a few days ago and uh, while I was traveling, uh, basically something fell in it and cracked the screen, so I had to get it replaced. And it's probably going to cost me a pretty penny. Um, so I said, okay, well, you know, I have travel insurance. Let me take a look and see if it's covered under travel insurance. It's actually not. And it's, uh, it's, it's a special, um, it, it's, um, you know, specifically excluded. So it says that if, you know, you have, uh, if your uh, equipment is damaged, it's not going to be covered. And so um, kind of a bummer. Uh, and uh, my job insurance actually expiring uh, at the end of the week. And so now I'm going to, uh, I'm in search of finding a new product that will serve me. I did ask them and they don't have a package that covers your equipment, even if it's stolen, um, which I thought was uh, interesting. Um, but this particular policy doesn't. But I did find, <laughs> oddly enough, the company that I had before, which is Alias, um, they is it is covered because I'd actually lost my iPad once um, at the airport. I was in the club and I had it and I went to the plane and I didn't. So, and I, I know I had gotten up and I think I went to get food or something, but I didn't notice it wasn't, it was missing when I got back and it was just not there. So somebody took it, um, but I was able to uh, get it didn't get the full value, but I was able to get, I think, maybe 80% or 70% of the value. Um, so uh, I'm actually going to go back to Alias because I looked at their policy and um, computer equipment is is covered. And I'd actually dropped my computer once when I was on a flight and it was also, um, I was able to get it to get it covered. So uh, it's one of those things that you have to look at your policy and see what's covered. Oh, and by the way, one of the reasons why I left Alias was because um, they didn't cover me for COVID because I lived in Texas. But um, in reading the policy, it looks like they've changed that. So I'm going to go get um, a different company uh, when, when this one expires. Uh, there's always something going on, right? Just, just never, never a dull moment in aviation. And speaking of travel insurance, uh, not another story. Um, this lady in Atlanta, um, is now on the line because she's wanted for travel insurance fraud because she altered the COVID test. Uh, it said that she was charged with insurance fraud and forgery after allegedly attempting to deceive a travel insurance company according to an, an announcement made by uh, the company. Uh, they said that she and her family purchased travel insurance for a planned vacation scheduled to commence in January this year, uh, last year. But the policy clearly stipulated that a dependent must be ill during the trip in order to be eligible for a refund. However, it's alleged that she altered her son's medical record after he had recovered and tested negative for COVID the day prior to their vacation. The forged medical record indicated a positive test during the period covered by the insurer's policy. And so they issued a warrant for her um, arrest and they can't find her now. So they're trying to find her. So just be careful um, out there when you when you when you travel. Um, this is why it is people say it's so difficult to, to make a claim for uh, travel insurance or any insurance. 
and it's because there's fraud out there, right? And they want to make sure uh, that, you know, if you say that, you know, you're not no, granted these policies, because I thought that my, my phone would have been covered, um, but it's not. And so, you know, and I'm always the one saying you should read the policy to make sure that, you know, whatever uh, is covered. Um, and I think I assume that this was covered because it was covered in my previous policy. But uh, don't do that. Don't 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 assume that that's the case because it normally is not. And the final thing I had today was. Um, so I stayed at a, a Marriott. In an airport, it's like at the airport, and I chose it because it was uh, easy to to get to, and I had early flight the next morning. It was a kind of latish arrival, and I was just tired and didn't want to deal with having to take a shuttle bus and all that kind of stuff. So I paid a little more because I wanted to stay at the airport, and uh, uh, and it was also a full service hotel. Now, I went to the bathroom and they had plastic bottles with the pumps. And in in my view, if you're going to charge a little more for the hotel, whether it be points or pay, doesn't matter because for you to get the points, um, you had to pay in some way or form to, to get those points. But the... The, the issue I have with having those pumps in um, full-service hotels is you've paid more um, for those hotels. And uh, I know the hotels are trying to save money, but you're trying to save money. You're not passing the savings off to me. You're not giving your employees a raise. Um, you know, so why, why, why are you doing it? You do all, I don't know where the money is going, but it's not coming to myself or the employees that I know of. Um, and so uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that full service hotels should have the little pump things or should they have, you know, proper soaps that you can use? I say proper soaps. ID, give me a bar of soap. And a lot of hotels are giving you bars of soap now or, you know, go back to giving me um, my, uh, you know, my shampoo and, and conditioner and um, and body soap in individual you know, single-use containers. Um, I, I get the whole environmental thing, so don't get me wrong. But I think if I'm paying you more and you're charging me more, I expect a different level of service. And that service is not uh, a pump a pump thing. Now, oddly enough, I went to another hotel chain and they did exactly the same thing, which I was not happy about either. Uh, but I've been to other um, high-end hotels and they don't have that uh, that system. So the hotels have made a conscious choice to do this. And as consumers, it's up to us to decide whether we want to accept that or not. Uh, because you're not passing off the savings to me and it cheapens the product. But anyway, let me know what you think. Uh, that's all I got for this week. So this is Kerwin with uh, What's Happening in Travel. Uh, and have a good trip. And let me know what's going on. Talk to you soon.